What's up everyone? Welcome back to the Sunday Leagues Investors channel. My name is Brian and welcome back. This is actually a YouTube slash podcast episode today. And today we have one of the best guests we've ever had on our show back again. Um, Kevin from Panini Fora, you educated us on the World Cup 1970 stickers and we got so many compliments on it. And yeah, we learned so much. I was listening so much. I was taking notes while you're talking to us. But Kevin, do you want to just say hello to the audience today? Yeah, sure. Hello, everyone. Hello again. Yeah, good to be back, Brian. Like it was a real good laugh last time. I know we spoke after the show for at length as well. Really. Yeah, so. yeah. That's always something. You know, always afterwards, we it's like the real stuff. Like uh, I should always keep it recording because you never know what we'd be saying in there, you know. But uh, but yeah. So how are you doing, Kevin? You know, I, I know we we're just talking about how you're you're in the UK right now, um, and. You know, it's kind of, kind of getting a little wild. You know, it's kind of going getting a little wild. But I see a lot of boxes. Last time we were talking, you are a sticker collector. You yeah, you yeah, have well, over thousands of stickers. Yeah, well, yeah, hundred. Well, I think, well, yeah, it's probably 140,000 stickers. But I'm 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 fast catching up with the card collection now. We but see. Not, I see. Not, <laughs> they're not releasing any sticker collections. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> we're locked down every five minutes yeah so but let's talk about it you know how how, how are you how do you feel you know because if you guys don't know who kevin is he's he's a he's an average sticker collector he has over hundreds of thousands of stickers but he's starting to get the cards and i don't think you're just starting to get the cards you're all in the cards because like i see all these boxes behind you so, you know have, have you yeah. seen a set that you really enjoyed so far though um that well, since I mean, we you I, know i start obviously i started um looking at the world cups initially yeah, i remember that yeah and um at first it was sort of like the the earlier kind of the, the uh the less expensive cards if you like really yeah yeah you know, sort of like for france 98 onwards they had like a panini had like a card collection and stuff and um i sort of worked back to them into the current day again finished that and then well what is there to do next and then i started looking into the prisms from 2014 onwards uh, the Chronicles, the Donruss, and uh, recently the uh, yeah the the select uh, boxes for the Euro 2020 is uh, the one that um, yeah there's quite been quite a lot of breaks and involvements in there. Interesting. It's, okay. It's, it's good fun. I mean, there's some lovely cards in there to find. You know. So ha has it converted you? Are you still like, hey, stickers are still my jam, or is it more like they coexist? So, like, I'm just interested, like, you know, because you're just all into stickers. Like, have ha have they won you over yet? Has cards won you over yet? Oh yeah, yeah, pr yeah, pretty much straight away, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's. I don't know. Maybe it's like the gambler in me. It's the scratch card effect. Right. Open a packet and. And maybe finding something in there worth a thousand dollars, you know. Exactly. It's it's it is a gamble, but at the same time, you've got something to show for it straight away. You know, you've got a nice pack of cards to look at, and um, it's it's just addictive. It's really addictive. <laughs> but but in in all fairness, I can't see. Um, I can't compare it or feel how I still feel about stickers because. Right. Like I said, there hasn't been any international stickers out this year. Yeah, Since that's the, true. The Euro 2020 preview, which I think was like January, February. Yeah. There isn't anything. So there's been like nothing internationally. I know there's been, you know, they've, you've got the it's like domestic leagues and things. Right, which right. I have been buying 
obviously as well, like La Liga, Portugal, Austria with Haaland and uh, the guys coming out of that league and everything. So I have kind of dabbled in the domestic leagues throughout Europe. And uh, But it's like you've got to fill your time. Like I said, there's lockdown after lockdown. What else are you going to do? Yeah, I guess gamble on cards. Have you, do you have any pools that you want to talk about? Like, have you broke anything that was like, wow, this is, this is pretty insane. I haven't, I haven't had a I haven't had a one of one yet. Okay, which annoys me. Um, <laughs> it cost me a lot more money. No Welcome doubt. to the club. Welcome to the club. <laughs> but, um, but I've had I've had a few of fives. I've had probably okay. two or three of fives. Um, uh, in in some box breaks, I've, I've some lovely cards. You know, like one of tens, one of twenty fives, and everything. And uh, but um, yeah, I've got like a nice auto of Zhao Felix. Which oh, I remember. I remember. Um, yeah, like long, long term. That's a nice one for the personal collection. But I do. I mean, I actually did a little post earlier today, actually, on my story about the uh, historical significance autos, and that kind of brings back that mixes the old stickers really with the new cards. Finding the old players like Berezi and uh, figo and and these players you know who you sort of grew up with and yeah find the card with them on them you wouldn't expect it i suppose and uh, yeah it's all good yeah that's, that's awesome and, you know it, it's just such an interesting dynamic right because with stickers you know it, there, there was a collecting aspect of it and there is somewhat of a gambling aspect but when you come to cards it is some hardcore gambling yeah. blood juices that comes up <laughs> like you're just like i need to hit this one-on-one i hope i get uh this refractor there's our number cards and it's just an addicting feeling where you you want to keep breaking right it's, it's like um it's like charlie and the chocolate factory oh yes yes it is you slowly feel it is there a gold shiny yeah yeah and you're swimming in chocolate right 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 um but yeah so have you have you added any any uh notable stickers recently um Um, during the lockdown i just wanted to ask you that i mean um well i knew there was i had a couple of holes in my maradona stickers um Mm. there was a couple of napoli stickers that i was missing that i picked up and funnily enough yeah i was watching obviously with him passing away a couple weeks ago yeah i I feel i'm really quite upset about that because um he was he was the biggest player um, in the world when I started kicking a football. Right, right. And everyone would say, Maradona, I'm Maradona, I'm Maradona, you know. I mean, I was a li- little bit too young to remember him punching the ball in the goal. <laughs> I was only five years old, so I didn't have the hate for him that a lot of my countrymen did. But um, I just saw him as a superb player, really. And he and he's just been throughout, yeah, obviously the last sort of 35 years of being the best known player that I've seen play. And um, so really upset about him. So even more reason, because it's fairly sentimental that, yeah, I've managed to pick up a few um, of the missing ones. So now I've, I've pretty much got his whole club career stickers now. As oh, well. really? Okay. It's a lovely, lovely. St- In fact, actually, Brian, you did actually send me a sticker of what a picture. The 86. Of the 86. Um, 79.80 sticker. Oh, sorry, 79. Um, okay. He said, oh, what do you think of this? And I said, I think I replied back probably pretty obnoxiously and uh, ignorantly saying, um, oh, it's not really his rookie. He played for Argentina in 78. So it's just, just that's his first Argentina sticker, that's all. But there's been this one. But obviously I had one because you do, because you just sort of pick them up over the years and everything. But 
I mean, that that's I've actually got it here actually. Oh really? And, okay. Uh, yeah, it's this one here. Oh, well. that's a beautiful sticker. Oh my god. And it's in it's in really nice condition. You can see it's a little bit off center. That doesn't matter. Center. That doesn't but matter. I yeah. It's, it's an eight or a nine maybe. But I mean, obviously, I don't sell stick. I don't hardly sell anything. And um, and I've seen what people are trying to sell it for. I could I couldn't again like like all of my like on my Mexico seventy album. I couldn't get I couldn't part with it. Right. I can't part with my Maradona collection. It's just as important to me. Yeah, you know, it's it's so interesting to talk about that because um, when that happened, you know, the people started flooding the market, right? Um, I don't judge anybody that does it. You know, I mean, personally, I wouldn't do it. And one people don't realize when you when one of the benefits of collecting vintage superstars, uh, mega stars, is that these collectors like you just are not going to get rid of it. No, just I not. I right? couldn't do it. Even if I had three or four of them, I, I couldn't ever bear to get rid of one. And you're not the only person. That's the crazy part about it. And yeah, like people I, don't realize that. I would end up selling it and then buying it back for more money. <laughs> simple as that. I'd be, that was a mistake. And then buy another one. It's no different. It's, I don't know what it is. It's just that attachment to it, really. But it's, su it's such a, it's so, I don't, so much history. It's, 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 it's hard. It's, it's, a museum doesn't sell its artifacts. Right, that's a good good a, way to look it, into it, yeah. And it retains them and looks after them forever more, really. And um, it, it just, yeah, the sentiment element outweighs the value. And um, I'd have to be dead and buried before anyone gets out of that. <laughs> no, that's key, though. That's key to understand for people that, you know, they're starting to collect, starting to invest, right? Um, you have to, you know, when you're, when you're thinking about, you know, like, that sticker, the 1979 sticker. First of all, actually, have you heard, side note, sidebar, I guess, have you heard about the 1979, how like there's been a, like a little like fakes coming out from Italy and everything like that? Uh, well, I'm not surprised, really. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it, what, what's quite funny is obviously where I've been collecting 30 years is it's the time shifts of when, how far back the, the scammers, mm. they get, it's getting nearer and nearer the time that I started collecting. Like, um, you know, like you said the other day about a, 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 a follower of yours was uh, concerned about one of his exes, 86 Maradona. Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. And um, yeah, like, wow, they're going, they're going that not that far back now. Before it was, uh, there was a lot of fakes, Mexico 70. But more often than not, people do explain that it's a copy or right, right. and all this sort of stuff. And, um, but there's a lot of new investors and, they will make mistakes. Like we all make mistakes. PSA they, makes they mistakes. Buy a card thinking it's real and it's not. And I, I've, even, I've even in the last 12 months, I bought a sticker uh, from Mexico 70 just for the fun of it. <laughs> and um, it was, it was a fake and it didn't look like a fake and it didn't wow. say it was a fake. So I mean, how I did you know, if you don't mind me asking, is it because of paperweight or what? As soon as I saw it, I knew it was, it was a glossy back. Mm. It was almost like a, it was similar to like a, uh, like a photograph or a, um, it was, it was just a, a rougher, a thicker film, thicker film. Whereas like the Mexico 70 is, is they're really quite uniquely made. They're very, they're, they're lovely to touch. They're very nice to touch. It's smooth, but not glossy on one side. On the other side, it's just, there's a little, rough bit of paper to it which this is the uh, emblems and badges and you just know and i've held enough now to know what's fake and what's real but i generally can nine times out of ten i will be able to spot a fake by photo 
Wow, that's, that's majestic, to be honest, the way you explained it. Um, and, and I think that's a scary part for a lot of new, new investors, collectors. You know, like a lot of these guys are coming in, they, they hear 1970s and they just buy anything on, on the table without checking. That's, that's, yeah, I want people to learn by my mistakes like yourself. It is, I do get, not, not hundreds, but you sort of every month, maybe like 10, 15 people send me a picture of something saying, is this real? Is the value all right? And I'm more than happy to answer it. I mean, yeah, I obviously get quite a lot of my followers have gone mad this <laughs> month. I've really I've sort of struggled to keep up with it really but um you know there, there's there's a lot of people just asking you selling you selling you selling and no 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 <laughs> I said it last time I was saying now no I, I will clearly say what I am selling and it won't be anything great <laughs> it'll be all the stuff I just want to get I need to create more space that's pretty much it really but right. um but I'm more than happy for people to send me a picture of something uh I don't really like giving value so much because it that's changes. tough day by day it that's really tough does. yeah yeah if you have asked me the value of something three months ago uh it's probably doubled in value since then because the market's yeah. great it is and, it is um, that, that well, to to sum that up as well and i think I've, maybe not yourself others I, I mean if you look at the collector's um universe share price and these are the guys who own pse basically psa yeah so um you know they do all the grade and everything out there and their share price nine months ago was 15 cents and it's trading 76 cents today. So even their, 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 the value of their company has gone up five times in nine months. That just, that completely explains where we are in the card and sticker market at the moment. People are getting so involved and it's supply and demand like any business. And I know a lot of people who I see, maybe it may be more in like the UK Facebook groups and stuff. They really get annoyed when someone asks for something that people were paying. You know, there's there's stickers like a Harlan sticker or something, which sells for 80, 90, 100 euros every time. And they're like, oh, you take them. Well, some if you don't pay it, someone else will. Yeah. Why is someone going to sell it for less than someone's prepared to buy it for? And it's not just that, it's, it's other rookies like the, uh, Roonies and Shearers and stuff out here. Um, yeah, everyone wants one. So you've got to pay for it. You've got yeah. to fight for it and pay for it. It's like any business in the world, supply and demand. I do say it a hundred times, but um, people still get the amp. <laughs> you know, it, but with that being said, though, you know, you're saying that you don't sell exactly. You're not planning on selling. But let's talk to about with the listeners or the watchers, whether regardless of you're on YouTube or a podcast, what type of undervalued stars have you, superstars, have you been looking into? Because I know we were talking a little bit about it. Um, I know you mentioned Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney is definitely under one of the undervalued ones. Well, I, I think I mentioned them too there. They're, from a UK point of view, there's three or four, um, three past players. Uh, one of those is an up-and-coming manager who's having a good season. And that's Frank Lampard. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, this guy, he from midfield, he he scored 177 goals. In his that's career. insane. People From midfield. God, when Rooney scored 208. So as a midfielder to score only 30 goals less than Wayne Rooney in his career, Phenomenal. No midfielder's got ever ever got that close in in England. Yeah, and he was a success. He he scored lots of goals for England as well. 
Yeah. And um, he scored lots of goals for Chelsea and he scored lots of goals for West Ham and Man City. He was just a machine from midfield. And now he's sh- showing that he's a successful manager. You know, he's not many pl- managers who had one year's experience uh, in a lower league as they not gone on to manage a Premier League team and fight for the title and Champions League in their first season. Yeah. He's got something about he's a winner, absolute winner. And I can't see him being that different to obviously from a playing point of view, technical point of view, he isn't Zidane, but he's the UK's equivalent in terms of goals, output, and what he's doing as a manager now. And you can pick up some of his young West Ham cards for five dollars. It's crazy. You know, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, for the people that want to know exactly which the rookie I believe is the nineteen ninety eight Merlin uh, sticker, the number no, four seventy two. So yeah, it would, it would be about I I yeah I I was at I actually uh, was at the game he played his debut. Oh really? So, that must have been special. Yeah, yeah, were, yeah. were you like, hey, that guy's gonna be special? It was more like, oh, that's a debut. Okay. Yeah, well, it, he was um, he was actually the son of our assistant manager, so he used uh, to get a bit of stick. So oh, no, okay, that's a really good story. <laughs> and uh, his uncle is Harry Redknapp as well. Who's, oh, okay. Uh, very famous old manager who's who's managed lots of lots of good clubs and he's a real character in the UK. So we were saying he only got there because of that, but wow, he was the better player than those two put together. His <laughs> daddy was a player. His, Harry Redknapp was a player as well. And he was just, he's one of the best midfielders England's ever produced. And he could be, he could be England manager after Southgate. Oh, wow. That's bold. You know, maybe four or five years time when Southgate's had enough, maybe after the uh, Qatar World Cup. I wouldn't be surprised if Lampard's at the top of the list to manage the England team. And then he could manage them for years and years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's really interesting that uh, you talked about Frank Lampard because most more of the, uh, um, the, the attention goes to actually his counterpart, uh, his Englishman's counterpart, Steven Gerrard. Um, yeah. And he's doing very well with Rangers as well. But when you look at the price comparison, I'm pretty sure Steven Gerrard sells for twice of Frank Lampard. Yeah. And Would Lampard won probably 10 times more. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> he did. I mean, he won the Premier League. Yep. Uh, Gerard never won a Premier League with Liverpool. Um, he, he's, yeah, he's, he, uh, he won obviously Champions League. And, he, and I, I mean, I probably preferred Gerard as a player than Lampard, although Lampard did score a lot more goals. But I think the key thing here is is if you look at all the players that sell for the big money, it's all about how many goals they score. And that's why there's so many undervalued defenders, goalkeepers who have won everything in the game. If you take Sergio Ramos, for instance, he's won absolutely everything you can win. He's won everything. European Championship Cup, Club World Cup, World Cup, Champions League, La Liga, Copa del Rey. He's won absolutely every competition he's entered. He's won, and his cards are again. You could pick up his uh, Sevilla rookie. Money Cromwell. Um, what year would that be? Uh, 2004. 2002, 2003, or something like oh, that. 2004. 2004. 2004. Yeah, yeah. Again, you, you could pick that up for maybe $80. Which is, yeah. It's, 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 we're, we're talking about Sergio Ramos. This is someone who's won everything, and there's not many current players. Who have won everything? Who are playing today in the game? And he scores too. He, you know, he, he still scores, <laughs> he scores a lot. A lot. Yeah. Of 
It's really funny. We actually were about to release a timeline about him very soon. Oh, really? Like I think later today, uh, which okay. is super ironic that he talked about Sergio Ramos. I completely agree. Like Luigi is really into Sergio Ramos. And I think I gave him a little crap about it a little bit because when he first started collecting, I'm like, hey, don't be buying defenders. But you know, the more I look into if you were gonna go to his defenders, Sergio Ramos is a very, very interesting guy because like he's won everything like you said, and yeah. you know, love her, love him or hate him, he is like elite he is going to go down as one of the best top players for spain i think think that is the problem that a lot of people hate him (laughs) (laughs) so people there isn't the demand because people are quite they're not attached to it for now i think they don't love him they don't they don't want to cherish him they're like oh he's made me a few bob yeah 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 i i think it's just um you know I think after when he retires, people will re- re- appreciate him. I mean, we still appreciate him because when he get when he's not on the field with, on the pitch with uh, Real Madrid, we see. I mean, Varane automatically looks a, a under under um, below average defender. You know, so it's it's just crazy. Yeah, I, I think think uh, Sergio Ramos is a really good shout. Yeah, he's there, and then you've got um, sort of going further back, and these are the most undervalued and almost unpopular is the goalkeepers and they, yeah I don't know why you know their, their saves are as good as a goal and um you've got someone like Buffon who's again yeah. won everything he won the, he won the world cup with Italy 2006 and um he, he's yeah he's the amount of caps he's got and everything is crazy he's 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 top top keeper you know and uh yeah again you can buy his Palmer um rookie sticker for maybe sort of 40 50 dollars yeah around there or give or take because it depends on the condition i know good really good conditions it's like triple digits sometimes but it's funny you're talking about these two players because these are actually luigi's players Uh (laughs) luigi love these players so yeah he's Uh yeah he has a really nice buffon i think buffon is definitely another one i think one one player i'm always i'm trying to chase is actually lev yashin yeah that's guy. That's a. Uh, I just love his nickname. I mean, when you're called like the uh, spider or something like that, that's when you know you made it in life. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's been. Yeah. It's, I've seen a few articles on him recently, really, about him being the greatest of all time and everything. I mean, uh, it's it's so difficult because he was a keeper that long ago. The game's changed a lot. It has. Yeah. Yeah. It but the fact changed. that he won a Ballon d'Or, you know, that's still something. You know, I think oh, that's yeah. pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. As a keeper as well, that's crazy. But um, you know, it's sort of that's why going back to Maradona, he's probably the he would make he would still be the best player today. And you, you know, I I you know that's that is a really good that's a good way to think about it. Yeah, mm. if Maradona played today, he well, would be one of the best. Yeah, in a completely different league. That's so and I'm true. Above Messi, above Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Possibly even above Pele. I, uh, yeah, I know it's say it's big, but I mean, obviously, maybe it's because I saw Maradona play whilst I like I didn't see Pele play. It was a bit before my time, but um, I've obviously seen videos and everything. But um, he, he just, he just, he, 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 Pele won the World Cup with a very good Brazilian team. Maradona won the World Cup with an average team. Yeah, he carried them. Yeah, one of the most and craziest things. Arguably, Messi's, Messi's Argentina are a stronger team than Maradona's Argentina. And Maradona won the World Cup with them, scored a load yeah. of goals. Yeah, Messi's struggled in all but one World Cup. 
and he's got nowhere near it. He's got nowhere near winning a World Cup. And he won't win a World Cup with Argentina. I'm sure of it. Yeah, it's it's tough. I don't think they're gonna have that. They, they might have a shot, but I really can't see it happening either. But and again, on an international level, as I was looking into earlier, Messi's Messi's goal output is uh, well. He's still what he'll score a goal in every two games, but that is still way down the list of other players. Their ratio for goals for England. I mean, um, one player, another one coming on to is uh, Lukaku. Who's yeah. into Milan at the moment? He's, yeah, you know, he's coming up to his prime and everything. But he scores two in three games for Belgium, um, and he's only really been firing for him in the last since 2016. Um, he was a bit of a slow start for Belgium, but he's still got the opportunity to score. He's, he's got 57 goals for Belgium at the moment, and uh, Messi's got 71. But there's six years he's got on Messi. So Lukaku, Lukaku will score more international goals than Lionel Messi. Yeah, I mean that that's that's a really interesting topic to talk about, which would really fire up some people's feathers. Um, but but talk about world, but, but but let's but you know to knock Messi because he hasn't won anything. <laughs> and he doesn't turn up. He's only he scored, what, I think what is he scored four goals in Brazil, in Brazil two thousand and fourteen. Um. Was it South Africa he didn't score? Russia, I don't think he scored. Uh, two, or 2006, he scored one. He, he scored six goals in the World Cup in four tournaments. Yeah, and that's... Yeah. I, I, there's at least 35, 36, 37, 38 players who have scored more international goals than Messi, in, <laughs> which is crazy. It is. Best. It is. I mean... That's the that's going to be the stain when he re- retires. You know, that's going to be the stain. Did he he didn't quote unquote show up in the World Cup? You know, uh, but Lukaku though, like I think he's one very interesting. Um, you talk about slow starts. Actually, I feel like strikers in general, for them to hit their prime, they actually hit their primes later. I believe it just it just seems like it from uh usually twenty eight twenty nine. They say that's when they hit their prime. Yeah, yeah, for and that's very late for like a soccer player, right? Like yeah, I mean, that, that's using, usually the prime of a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, a goalkeeper prime, sort of probably 32, 33 or something. Yeah, a little older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And defenders are there too. But but yeah, so Lukaku's really interesting. Good shout. I, and another thing about his rookie sticker, it's super hard to find with, um, I yeah. think, Andrecht, I think. It's super hard to find. Uh, and Belgium's going to be there in, in in Euros, in a World Cup. This is their yeah. golden generation. They're, they're, they're top. Well, are they number number one in the world i, I think, think they're number one right now in fifa rankings yeah. it, if it whatever <laughs> yeah i was gonna say whatever however you want to take it <laughs> got a lot of opportunity i mean I, I kind of roughly did the maths earlier and i believe he could probably play another 60 odd internationals and um he'll be he'll be close to scoring the same amount of international goals as pele by the time he's done that'll be that'll be kind of crazy that would be a little crazy he won't get near ronaldo <laughs> he's gonna still score for the next sort of couple of years or whatever isn't he really yeah he's a machine too man but yeah honestly i i always tell people right now especially with messi um especially right now of all the bad press he's getting it might not be a bad time to look into because he's still gonna be going down as one that if not one of the best you know i know you kevin you have other but i think there's other people that would i mean i'm probably annoying people here and riling them up a little bit on <laughs> But will he be a manager? No. 
Mm. I'm, I'm still convinced in about 10, 15, 20 years' time. Obviously, he's a good player. And the amount of goals he scored at club level for Barcelona is is, is unbeatable. You know, I mean, he's... Um, God, how many he's got? Oh, God. Sorry, I looked at this earlier. I'm sure he's way ahead, isn't he? He's way ahead of Ronaldo, obviously, with Ronaldo at Juventus now as well. No one's ever going to ca- uh, touch that. But, um, but I still think he won't live long in the memory for people outside... South America and whoa Spain. that that is definitely gonna <laughs> ruffle some feathers Cristiano Ronaldo is already the manager of Portugal he's been the manager of Portugal <laughs> since Euro 2016 he won it because even after he was injured and came off he was managing the team he's got such an influence there and he'll be he'll be a great manager and he'll he's he'll have all the records and that as well and um yeah I, I'd love him to win I'd, I'd love him to win the World Cup and I think Portugal, he has a good shot. He has a good shot. I think Portugal will have, I mean, with a couple of young guys around them and um, they've got a strong midfield, strong defense, strong goalkeeper. They're going to be ones to beat in Qatar. I mean, I'm talking World Cup because obviously he's won the Euros. I mean, right. they're more than capable between them and France for Euros next year. Um, but World Cup wise, I mean, he, he deserves it. He deserves a World Cup, I think, and uh, he'd be one of the all-time greats. Yeah, I, you know, I'll be honest to you. I would love to have both win a World Cup just for investment reasons. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that it's, it's interesting. You know, I, I think there's always sides to Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. That's just how it, that's how it is. You know, um, for for us, I just tell people, man, just just enjoy the greatness. I mean, this is just such a crazy okay. time to see two players to be that dominant. It's just yeah. so crazy, you know. I don't know. I don't know where you grow. Where you when you grew up, like I guess like before Lionel Messi. Days. No, no, not to say all days. I'm not. I was trying to rephrase it. <laughs> the rephrase it, like you know, to have that type of dominance over years after year after year. Because usually, you know, players will have two or three, four tremendous. I mean, all time years, you know, yeah. and then they get they're injured or they have some you know issues of substance yeah, stuff no, like that. I mean, there, there was. Again, from from an English football point of view, and um, again, someone we briefly touched on was Alan Shearer, really. I mean, um, he just wouldn't go away. And every season, he was scoring 20, 25 goals a season. Relentless. And I mean, he's so far and away above the highest goal scorer in the Premier uh, English Premier League, EPL, as well. I mean, I don't see anyone catching him. I'm including Kane in that as well. Yeah. I don't think we'll get anywhere near him because Kane hasn't got a brilliant... Um, uh, injury record. Yeah, I was gonna say Kane has everything has to go right for Kane, and yeah. that's really hard. For, I mean, we're talking about like decade, another decade, exactly. right? And so it's it's, um, it's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for him, I think. And what probably won't help is the amount of international tournaments as well, because he'll he's gonna he's got three big tournaments in four years, and um, that's gonna play a part in the. Uh, it's gonna have a knock on effect to the Premier League. I mean, he's gonna have one summer off in four years and when you're 27 you need to you need you know you know spring chicken but as I say you know old man either but um you need your rest and I don't see how he's going to get the rest to recuperate he's going to start picking up injuries in a couple of years miss six weeks here six weeks there and he'll just slowly but surely be out of reach of getting his um record he'll beat Rooney I think because he's only got um uh he's got about 50 57 to go but um, with uh, Shearer, he's got still over 100 to go. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Five seasons of over 20. And bearing in mind also, when Shearer was scoring, 
that we had more t- um, uh, uh, early on in the Premier League. I think we had more teams in the Premier League. So there was more games a season. Okay. Well. We were playing like 42 games a season as yeah. opposed to 38. Yeah. Well, Kane, Kane is, does have kind of age going for him because, like I said, like the older strikers get, it just seems like they have this period of like just a renaissance, like Lewandowski, Benzema, just to kind of just off the top of my head. But now the question is, you know, would you trade? You know, I feel like if Kane helps for some reason, you know, I'm just trying to, they, he helps when, when the Euros or even the World Cup. I know. Let's just say theoretically, right? I think. I think the people. I think people in England are very like. We don't want to jinx it, but like, just let you guys have a strong team. Let's just. I, I think you guys really do. I still think the defense. What happens with England is every tournament we have strong areas and we have weak areas. <laughs> you guys are so. You guys are so harsh. <laughs> like, no, it's true. I mean, we was there was an abundance of centre backs. Not so long ago, you know, Rio Ferdinand, we have John Terry, um, well, who else is at the back there? There, there? there was like four very good, strong centre backs. Now, got no one. <laughs> now, Harry no, Maguire? Michael Keane, Michael Keane at Everton. Don't really think much of him, really. He's all right, but he's not, he's not going to win a World Cup. He's not going to captain a team to the World Cup. We, we've got a, a lack of leaders at the back. And the goalkeeper situation, no, no one's really assured. assured and uh, you know, I know Pickford's under a bit of pressure and things, and he keeps making a lot of mistakes. There's, whereas we've got an abundance at the moment of midfield and strikers. <laughs> and that's the true. Guys coming through and Sterling, and then Kane down the middle, and then you've got um, Jude, Mason Mount, and Declan Rice. You've got lots of young yeah. people coming. You know, they're, they're going to be in the round of squad over the next sort of like six, eight years, but. Got no centre backs. Yeah, I think that's that. That is true. That I didn't think about that. Um, but yeah, I, I just I, even then though England, we've always got too much of one area and not <laughs> enough of another, and it's switched over now. It weren't so long ago. Yeah, we were relying on Peter Crouch up front. He, he's great, great guy, great guy, great scores a lot of goals in the qualifiers. Facts. You're not going to win a World Cup with Peter Crouch up front. No offense, Pete. I love you, mate. <laughs> I don't think he's. I don't know. Maybe he's watching this. Yeah, he wasn't. He's not world class. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I even then, I still think you guys, you know, just a few balls going your way, you, you just never know. You never know. Uh, but it's not a shoe in. Definitely. Really. <laughs> the most hated country in the world, I think now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no it was you guys, but you sorted yourself out now. <laughs> Anyways, Kevin, um, you want to add anything else before we sign off? Uh, not really. I mean, I didn't really touch on sort of like the older guys who, you know, the the past players who haven't played. Well, a few, but you could go back even further. Really, just just a couple but, of names to shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, I want to hear them. Like, people like, um, you know. It, it's, I always look at the top goal scorers of World Cup. World Cup really leads me to where I think people's value are because that's the top tournament, the top of your game. Facts, you yeah. People like, um, there's a lot of German players who have scored a lot of goals. Um, Miroslav Closer, who scored oh, the most goals show. in the World Cup. Again, you can he scored a bag full of goals in uh, Germany and then went to Lazio and smashed the load in there as well. Uh, most goals ever scored in World Cup competitions. Again, completely undervalued. I remember I that. I remember that. Much, but I, I, I'm, I can guarantee you it won't be the first name on people's lips. And then going a little bit further, you've got Gerd Muller, who scored 10 goals at Mexico <sighs> 70. And uh, I mean, 
I think maybe we've had this conversation before about Mexico 70s sticker collection where the most famous players, other than Pele aside, the, the, the real household name guys, they're, they're, because they were household names, everyone collected their stickers by the truckload. So there, there's the, the, the demand's not there because there's an oversupply sort of thing. But um, yeah, like Gerd Müller, I mean, he's, he's yeah, I mean, he's, he banged in a load of goals, you know, in the Bundesliga. As legendary, well. legendary. Top of all time in the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Lewandowski's like, mm, might get there. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, players like that as well. But it's, there's hundreds and hundreds of untapped talent that he's just going missing, really. But but then you can't can't win them all, can you, really? You can't you buy can. everyone. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, it's financial uh, implications at the end of the day. Otherwise, uh, about a hundred players would all be selling for a thousand dollars every card. So it, it will it will happen one day, I believe. Especially with these pop twos. I mean, if you look Jerome Muller, his 1965 stuff. I think it's like pop like three, maybe. I don't even know. It's crazy. But yeah, all those things that you list, all those players you listed, super low pops, super hard to find. That's that's where it gets fun when it goes to vintage. I think that's really where the adventure lies. You start finding these things. Like me, who's not giving them up. That's the exactly. Drama. What the heck, Kevin? <laughs> I'll do one a month or so, or one a year or something. Oh my God! Please, please put me in the sweepstakes. <laughs> put me in the sweepstakes. <laughs> <laughs> all right well kevin thank you so much for coming on the show we're gonna do more of these i you know i love just chatting up football with you um but guys check out uh kevin's instagram panini fora um hit him up hit him up uh, especially because when we have questions about stickers and everything like that we you're one of our go-to you know one of one of our go-to's uh make sure to rate and subscribe make sure to leave a review if you're on apple podcast that would mean the world to us and uh kevin it was a pleasure always thank you. brian good to see you mate happy christmas everyone yeah. Yes. A better new year.